I think 100% right, by the way. I actually agree with you entirely. Um, I do think down. it's going to be a, uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, between you and Sandy, that never happens. chat for a few on episode number 72 of the promo upfront podcast i am one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always the general of gratitude himself the captain of custom cheese the one and only kirby hossaman kirby happy almost thanksgiving to you how are you you know what i'm doing really well uh I, I, yeah, I actually am I'm doing really well. It's one of those moments where I feel like I'm really blessed. Um, you and I've talked uh, over the course of many years. Thanksgiving's probably my favorite holiday. Um, uh, you know, I actually like the fact that it doesn't have all the pageantry and all the gift giving and stuff like that. It's just truly, at least from my perspective, a way for me to give thanks. It's something, gratitude is something I pride myself on. So I'm doing really well. How about you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And, and like you, I, I love Thanksgiving because there's just enough pomp and circumstance around a nice family meal and then enough non-pomp and circumstance to kind of chill and relax, watch football, maybe catch a movie, movie or two. So I'm very thankful for that. But Kirby, I'm thankful for something else today. And that's a mm. brand new sponsor here on the Promo Upfront podcast. We'd like to welcome them to our family, our good pals over at Blue Generation. That's right. You know, most know that Blue Generation is the premier apparel supplier in the promotional products industry with every color and every size available. I think that's very well known. However, what people don't realize, Kirby, and that's what we're here to tell them about, what they don't realize is how Blue Generation is driving corporate fashion forward with their untucked collection. Yeah, It's designed for that casual elegance. The untucked collection looks as amazing at the office as it does out on the town while showcasing that modern and flattering style People have come to expect, expect from Blue Generation. I know you're a big fan uh, of Blue Generation. And uh, why don't you tell us something you'd like people to know about Blue Generation, Kirby? Well, at the end of the day, I mean, Blue Generation is a, a company that is incredibly well-respected, but I love that they are uh, chasing this trend. I mean, if you are a distributor in, in the world today, there are people who are asking for this style of shirt, and I've had it for years. And to be honest with you, in our industry, we haven't had a great replacement. Like it's one of those where you might have one uh, style from one supplier that sort of kind of fits the bill. The idea right. that, that this is a, a fashion forward trend that I think a lot of people want to be on board with, I think it's really smart. And that does not surprise me that Blue Generation is doing it. Yeah, no question, because they really understand how to combine quality, style, comfort, and cost effectiveness to really create something truly unique in our industry, the untucked collection. <laughs> and the best part, Kirby, best part might be not just the style and the fit and the fashion, it's the deep inventory because with yeah. all the supply chain issues right now, Blue Generation has plenty of inventory. So head over to bluegeneration.com and wow your clients with some truly fashion forward apparel, apparel. Kirby, they're not going to be sorry they did, are they? They will not be sorry they did. And to be honest with you, I'm like, my wheels are turning based on this because when you say the word deep inventory, you have mm -hmm. my attention. That's right. <laughs> the deepest of all inventories, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, this is the podcast where we are leading into the Thanksgiving holiday. And 
if you listen to this podcast frequently, both of you who do, <laughs> you know that generally one of us has a topic um, that uh, we talk about upfront, the promo upfront, and what we thought we'd do something a little bit different today. There's not a real obvious promo topic, and and I'm I'm glad. Um, I really don't want to talk about mergers and acquisitions. We've done that a million times. I don't want to talk about supply chain. We've also done that a million times. That's for sure. There's no better time than right now to maybe, both from a promo perspective and from a personal perspective, maybe express a little gratitude. It is mm. Thanksgiving coming up. And so Kirby and I thought, why not publicly say some, some, some thanks for some people, some organizations, just things we love about our industry. Now, Kirby, do you want me to go ahead and start or do you yeah, want sure. me? Okay. So as we give thanks for things, both in and out of Pro Bowl, the first thing I, I wrote down, I am so thankful for the family that is this industry. Mm. Um, I have worked in other industries before and there are aspects of, I have friends and things like that, but it's never felt the way this industry does. This industry truly, truly cares. Um, they're supportive. They're accepting. They're caring. Bottom line, they give a shit, and I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, the 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 uh, you know me and my business partner Kelsey Cunningham, us starting a business in the middle of a pandemic, could not have had more support from a group of people we knew and that we didn't know. And that, that's a community that's a very rare thing. So I'm really, really thankful for that. That's the first one I have. No, that's a really good one. And uh, you know, it's one of the reasons I think that the, the Expo is always a bit of a, a reunion. This year, it's, it's the reason I, I, I'm as excited about going to Vegas this year as I've been in 10 years. Yeah. And, it, and it's because of that, right? It's because yeah. of, yeah, sure, we'll do the classes. Yeah, sure, we'll do the show. I can't wait to see the people. And uh, yeah. I think that's a good one. So um, my next one, and again, when you gave this to me, uh, we, always, we always joke, you do preparation, I do last minute. And so I literally wrote <laughs> down okay. some stuff as we hopped on here. So I do uh, what popped into my head as we, mm -hmm. as I was thinking about it. Honestly, I, I know sometimes we can be a little bit of a commercial, but uh, I'm thankful for Common Skew, um, for us mm -hmm. to be able, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, we haven't talked a ton about it, but my daughter's getting ready, you know, is pregnant and is getting ready right. to um, hopefully give birth to a happy, healthy baby. Um, but, you know, like having flexibility, she's been working from home a little bit. This person's working from over here. We're mm -hmm. able, when, when the pandemic went down, like we didn't really miss a beat. And it was because of the, right. you know, like the software, but the people there, and uh, it really helps me run my business. I don't I mean, it'd be a commercial, but that's truly one of the things I'm, I'm grateful for. That's a great one. Um, and, and actually, it's very funny because that leads into the one I was going to talk about next. I'm so thankful for forward-thinking organizations in our industry. And Commonsky mm. was one of the first ones I came up with. So everything you listed, I don't want to be the redundant man of redundancy. So you <laughs> cover that very well. But I also thought about companies like more than nonprofits too. Companies like ASI, organizations like PPAI, yeah. Promo Kitchen, um, all the regionals who... yeah through the pandemic um, really held the industry together. And I don't know if they realize that, yeah. that the, those national overarching organizations that um, uh, really encompass our entire industry really held us together. And so I'm very thankful for that. So uh, just to be clear, you are thankful for ASI, PPAI, the regionals and Promo Kitchen. Yes. So you took the list for... 
I'm just messing. Hey, that, that's, that's <laughs> like literally you name like four things. <laughs> that's what happens when you prepare, Kirby. <laughs> that's, I can't a, help that's a good point. That's I, I just point. wrote down. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm thankful for forward-thinking organizations. Insert their names as you wish. I'm just messing with you. I know. Uh, um, so I, it is funny. Promo Kitchen was the next one on my list. So then uh, please, Promo Kitchen was just one of the ones. I them. You can elaborate. See. Yeah, I, again, I think if, if I'm going to throw one, so Promo Kitchen is one that elevates the industry. Uh, I've always been a, a proud to be associated with them in any way. Um, sure. Any organization that focuses on education and mentorship like they do. Um, the end of the day, if you know, what's, what's the saying? I, I always butcher the saying, right? A rising tide raises all boats. Um, and I think that for so many years, uh, this was a, 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 an industry that was a little bit paranoid, though it's a good group. We were always paranoid of sharing our best practices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really improved over the last 10 years. And I think Promo Kitchen's a big piece of that. Um, so um, I, it, that's one. And then yeah. just a, it, um, my guess is one of the ones that you're going to say is promo cares. Cause that was the next one that popped yep. into my head it was is a, again. And, and, and I'll let you elaborate because you know, a little bit more yeah. you've been involved with the, the promo cares organization, but that's one that always inspires me. Yeah. Promo cares. I, I was one of the, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to call myself a founder, but I was one of the initial board members. It was me, Roger Burnett, um, Danny Rosen, and um, uh, a couple other folks, Tony Wavering, and uh, you know, so we the 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 five of us sat down and and kind of started the the promo kitchen thing or promo cares thing, I should say. And I'm so proud of what they become. I just couldn't devote the time to it anymore. I was kind of volunteered everywhere, and I had to <laughs> unfortunately pick and choose. Um, what they have done, and since I left, honestly, has really catapulted themselves. They've added some great board members um, in, in Meg Erber and Denise Tashro, uh, David Schultz, who was also there from the beginning. I forget, neglected to mention him, uh, but they've added Mandy Rudd and, and several it's others. Great, it's just a great group. They really <laughs> excuse me. It really is, and they they have done some great things. They just did the Sleep in for Good campaign, which was truly phenomenal. Um, and so I, I'm very thankful for them. So, so great segue there. And back to just real quick on Promo Kitchen, you know, you and I were both chefs in Promo Kitchen. Um, might be changing a little bit. We'll talk about that probably in about a month or so, okay. but uh, always been involved there. And we, we both bleed orange. I think the last thing, and I mean, obviously we kind of touched on some other things, but I, I want to thank my, our clients. Um, I'd be really remiss if I didn't think now my clientele is very different than yours. My clients for the most part are in the promotional products industry. Um, and so some of them might even actually listen to this podcast on occasion. (laughs) So we would be, I would be remiss if I didn't thank the suppliers, the distributors and the service providers who, who have not just supported us, but have supported us by paying us. And, and that's right. a big, big thing. And uh, that's not lost on me, especially as we're starting to really grow and things are going um, exceedingly well, it seems like knock on wood. Uh, yeah. it, I, I'm overwhelmed by, uh, you know, the generosity uh, of the people who trust us. Yeah, no, that's really good. Final one for me, uh, and I'm just going to combine, it's like Amy, my wife, uh, yeah. and my team. Uh, it's funny, yep. we've talked a little bit about this. I don't know if we've po- talked on the podcast much about it, but you and I have talked, is I've really, I'm, I'm excited about the team I've surrounded myself with, and yeah. we've always been blessed with good people. But right now, I mean, I'm almost looking at it like I'm changing my role in the company because folks have yeah. jumped in and, and filled up. And and man, that makes that makes your your life more interesting, more fun, and and uh, purposeful. So I, I yeah. really appreciate the team. 
and, and my last one, I actually have it on here are um, the partnerships I've been able to form, obviously with my business partner and Kelsey Cunningham uh, could not do what we do uh, by myself. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but also my partnership with you, you know, we have, this might be episode number 72 of the promo front podcast, but Oh, Bill Petrie. He even spelled my name right, folks. If you're watching on the video or not watching. <laughs> you, can't, you can't read my um, handwriting, but yeah. But thankful for you. We we yeah. have, this is episode number 72 of the Promo Front podcast. But prior to this, we did the Unscripted podcast for 206 episodes. And so if you add that up, that's like 3,476 <laughs> podcasts. Um, but no, seriously, it's been almost six years of us podcasting, which is a pretty amazing thing. And uh, I am honored to do this with you. I enjoy it every week. It is absolutely still, after all this time, the highlight of my week, and I appreciate that. But I also want to mention real quick before you mention your finals, my family, uh, the support my wife has given me, uh, that my kids have given me, that my extended family has given me. Um, you talk about how you weather a storm of yeah. a pandemic. Uh, you, you really, that's when you start leaning on those people. And, mm -hmm. and I can't find better people to lean on than, than Sandy and, and Drew and Mitch and uh, uh, my in-laws and, and, and just everybody I, I, I'm very fortunate to call family. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, and if, if I have one final one, and it is it is truly family, right? Like yep. uh, both Amy's parents, my parents have been a huge support system. So I, th I think we've turned it into enough of an Academy Award uh, acceptance mm -hmm. speech. But uh, it's, it, it, again, this is a season of gratitude. And mm -hmm. I think that uh, both of you, both you and I have a lot to be thankful for, for sure. Absolutely. All right, Kirby, let's move on. I hope you have a topic for us to talk about, maybe yuck it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So th this is what I've been meaning to bring up and a couple of these might be quick and that's totally fine. So sure. Uh, have you by chance seen the new Will Smith documentary on YouTube? It's a YouTube original. It's called best shape of my life. I have not. Okay. So first amazing. You should totally look it up. I will say it's funny. I've watched the entire series of it and it's like six episodes of 20 minutes long or whatever incredibly well done um and uh now I, if i get on youtube the only thing i see is videos about will smith but um <laughs> but i will tell you it's it, so what it is it's a multi uh video series about from like january 1st of this year till i want to say it's 20 weeks it, so his goal is to get in the best shape of his life at 52 years old he wants to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks and it they have a, a film crew that follows him um and and he's doing this while he's trying to write his book. So I think that's really important. So the series drops, his new book drops at the same time. Whoa, and, shocking. Yeah. It, it, so I'm not in a bad way. I'm just being silly. But, it, but that's the thing. I haven't seen, what I'm seeing here is a trend mm -hmm. that celebrities are starting to get it. They're starting to understand mm -hmm. how to use content marketing to leverage their own platform mm -hmm. because they have the access the celebrity, but also, you know, the ability to create this amazing content and then leverage yeah. it to promote other brands. The, right. the rock star of this, and I've said this before, is I think maybe the best marketer on the earth right now is Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. um, no question. And so I, I guess Will Smith and Ryan Reynolds are two people I admire. I don't mm -hmm. admire a lot of celebrities. These are two that I admire. Right. Is this a trend that you think is going to continue and I think, because because yes, they can do it, but will they do it well? Because you've seen some people who turn into you know they'll they'll try to do it, but those folks have done it well. Do you think it's a a, a, a something that will continue, or is this something like you know what I have the the cachet to get 
regular media to follow me? Will, will this just be a flash in the pan? I think it's absolutely a trend and I'll tell you why. They've seen a quote unquote nobody like Gary V right. reverse engineer what they're now doing. Oh, so agree. you see enough people like a Gary V who we both think is an absolute abject marketing savant, yeah. right? He's a genius. <clears throat> he leveraged content marketing to build his business. To become a 100%. Celebrity. Right. To become, well, I didn't, well, I don't think he ever aspired to become a celebrity. I think he just kind of became one, but yeah, he maybe did. he did. And, and I think it's funny you say that, but it was funny. The, the person that just popped into my head is Matthew McConaughey who yep. just had the green lights book. Right. So who, interviewed, right. who was one of the shows he went on? Gary V. Gary V. Exactly. <laughs> Which is just so fascinating. I, I think celebrities, I think for years and, and look, I, I always took the Eddie Van Halen approach to being a celebrity. He always said, I don't need to be a celebrity. I'll take the money. I, I don't need the fame. I don't need that, but I want the money. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of the deal uh, with the devil you make. You, right. you get very wealthy, which provides you a lot of freedom. And then you have the celebrity, which then constricts said freedom. It's a very yeah, difficult thing. And so I think it's hard for celebrities who are harassed they're very recognizable yeah. they can't go out to dinner without having autographs and questions and pot poking and prodding it's a little bit like say, you in nashville, yeah i'm gonna open probably. up myself more i'm sorry it's a little bit like you in nashville oh yeah uh no no <laughs> um it, it's no no um but so i think it's just kind of they ha you have to come to terms with the fact this is my life and these are the trade-offs i make so I take the same, I think, belief you do. If it's going to happen to you anyway, mm -hmm. why not get in front of it and control the narrative? Yeah. And that's what Will Smith has done, by my understanding. He's going to write a book, so he's going to have to do some sort of publicity tour for yeah. it. Why not wrap in some self-help content while you're doing it? That's easy to do. You don't need to write something else or do something else. And then you get that all out there. I think it's fantastic. And yes, I think it's going to be a trend. I think it's going to be specific celebrities for sure. Yeah, the ones um, who, what, what, here's, here's what I would say is if you think of Will Smith and you think of Ryan Reynolds, you're talking about mm -hmm. two people who are, they're not people who are funny when someone, just when someone writes it for them. Right. Like Ryan Reynolds is funny. <laughs> he can write. He's done, the, you know, some of these movies. Right. The people who will do this and do it well are the ones who are actually creators. No um, question. And like, if you're just a celebrity who can, can do a great job of writing the line if, or reading the line if somebody else writes it, then this is going to be a struggle for you. Will Smith the, and Ryan Reynolds have charisma the moment correct. the camera gets on. What they're recognizing is the really, the, the best and most effective content is done solo, period. You're the creator, you're the editor, mm -hmm. and you are the publisher. Yeah, that's interesting. And my, I think, I think that's true. I mean, yes, you want help and you can get help and get editing, but for the most part that whoever's producing the content needs to have the control over it for it to really be transparent, to be vulnerable yeah, and you, therefore to be effective. Yeah. You, so you would genuinely like this thing with Will Smith. So check it out. I will. I was, I was actually hoping you're bringing up Cobra Kai. So I'm a little disappointed, but I'm still going to check out I'm still going to check out the Will Smith thing. All right, Kirby. Yep. Uh, who moved my promo cheese, Kirby? Uh, I'd like to know who moved my promo cheese. Are you familiar, familiar with Wisps? 
So they are small packaged uh, Parmesan crisps. They're made out of cheese, but they're almost like crackers. Have you seen these before? No, no, that's, that's they're delicious. They're, they're okay. absolutely delicious. Okay. okay. Well, they've created some personalized cheese carvings for the ultimate gift for the cheese lover this holiday, Kirby. Now through December 10th, all you need to do is submit a high-res image, and they will uh, their award-winning cheese carver will turn it into a 100% edible cheese sculpture. <laughs> it can be anything you want. It could be a person. It could be a dog. But it also can be your logo. It can be a brand. It can be anything. Okay. Now the cost is 200 bucks. Okay. 200 bucks. I don't know how many ounces said cheese is. Let's assume <laughs> probably a pound of cheese. Okay. Okay. And you'll get it in two weeks. Now here's the thing: since they've launched this on October 1st. 85% of their website traffic has been from new visitors, which hmm. is a very interesting metric. That's a really interesting thing. So we joke about this stuff, but they're using technology to create one-of-a-kind, custom, and personal promotional products. Yes, it's wow. edible, but it's still a promotional product, yeah. right? It really yeah. is. You can use it as such. And so I want to ask you, knowing kind of what you know about it now, are things like we like this the future of promo? And, and I want to ask in this context, back a billion years ago, when I got in the promotional products industry with Halo Branded Solutions before the bankruptcy, we had on the back of our business cards, it, like it would be an orange and it would have this metal, metal plate on it, fake orange, but it looked like an orange, metal plate on it with the Halo logo on it. The implication was we can put your logo on anything. Right. Okay. Well, now I think technology from a technology mm -hmm. standpoint, they're pretty much we can put your logo on anything. So is this type of one off customizable, highly personal promotional product, the future of this industry? So I think that it will absolutely have a larger and larger stake in the industry. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it, it's what we're going to think of as the industry in 10 years. Do I think it's going to be a bigger and bigger part of it? Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because I think it, it's consistent with something we've talked about here, where I think that the idea of uh, sort of localized decoration and localized creation. That's something that I've been hearing about for several years. It's something I've invested in so that we can do sure. here. We can print some t-shirts here with the idea that that customization, that differentiation is what will mm. separate and that people will be willing to pay extra for that differentiation, but also for the quicker, the quick delivery. But this is, you know, from 3d printers, all that sort of thing where you can take something that is yeah consistent with your brand but you can make a one-of-a-kind item mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think yeah. that is a that plays a bigger and bigger role in our industry i don't think it, i don't think it's like oh we're not doing t-shirts anymore that are right. big custom but is it if this is 0.0001 does this become one percent yeah i think i think that i think 100 right by the way i actually agree with you entirely um Write i do think down. it's going to be a uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, between you and Sandy, that never happens. Um, uh, so I, I do think it's going to be an increasing aspect of our industry that can you do something that's truly one of a kind, doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. But for the people who think this is going to take over the industry, here, here's my analogy. And you know how much I love the analogy, Kirby. You do. They sell sewing machines. 
and they have people who run said sewing machines yet most people still buy their apparel from you know a company like blue generation okay there's a reason for that because it's more cost effective to do so economies of scale so on and so forth so yeah i do think this is going to become uh a differentiator certainly um great for for when you have a client in a pinch yeah, for specific campaigns, great yeah. for a client in a pinch. Yeah. If if you they need four shirts for something in a hurry, yeah, you can digital print that and things like that. But as far as this will be a major category in the industry, I think we're a ways away from that. But I, I thought it was interesting to bring up, and I loved the fact that they suggest put your logo up here. Give yeah, you know, great for a we'll holiday party. I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's, all right. I, 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 I want a hot creative. I want a Hossman marketing piece of cheese. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> All right. All right this, we'll make one this more? one a quick one. Yeah, we'll make this a yep. quick one, then we'll jump in the game. Um, yep, yep. Okay. The headline is calls after work. That's illegal. Um, okay. Uh, so as remote work becomes widespread, the Parliament of Portugal recently passed a law banning bosses from contacting employees after work hours by phone, message, or email. Mm-hmm. violation of the new law designed to respect the privacy of the worker, including rest and family time could result in fines. Mm-hmm. Um, employees have also been given the right to opt out of remote work and to be reimbursed for expenses incurred while working from home. So do you think that this is a trend that we'll see more of or not? I have an opinion, but I wanted to see what your take was. Well, I, my gut tells me I don't want to see this as a trend, but I also know there's never been an elected official that didn't like a piece of legislation they could attach their name to. Right. So um, I think that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, I think healthy organizations have a, a either, and it, maybe it's spoken, maybe it's unspoken of, I may send you emails at off hours. There's no expectation of you to answer. I say this to people all the time. This is my cell phone. It is for my convenience not yours. Yeah. So just because you text me doesn't mean I stop podcasting with Kirby or stop doing work for a client or whatever I'm doing to respond to your text. I will right. get to it at a time yeah. of my choosing. This is for my convenience, yeah. not yours. And so I don't think it's a good idea to legislate that kind of thing because sometimes uh, those emails and communications are important. Yeah. And I'm sorry, in a work from home environment in, in in the world we live in today my work hours are when my work hours are i don't know if they are today i don't i know what they were yesterday i don't know when i'll stop working today i don't know what they will be tomorrow and so on and so forth so i, I think maybe just better communication between uh, organizations and their employees fixes the problem it's that simple but like i said never an elected official who didn't like a piece of legislation with his name on it or her name on it yeah, so uh, my t- this is complete and utter bullshit. Absolutely. So because, of course, are there bosses who are dick faces who try and manipulate their employees and call them at all hours of the night? Sure, don't work for right. them. Stop working for them. Right. Don't legislate that to everybody else. Because one of the things that I would say that one of the advantages or certainly the purported advantage of working from home is that people say, you know, look, I can work those eight hours or whatever, get the work done when I am most effective. Right. Well, if you right. want to work whenever you want to work, yeah, you're going to fine your boss for doing the same. Like that to me, that yeah. this is one of this is the most uh, uh, hypocritical things I've it's, ever heard of. And, and you know what? I do work more than my employees. I do send them emails at five a.m. because yeah. I'm working. 
Of course, the, the idea that I would be fine for it, this is a great way to not have any businesses. That would be no, what no, I would say. No, no question. Look, we are hopefully evolving yeah. as a work society from an activity-based and measured group to a performance-based group. Have deadlines. And if, if they're not hit, that's a problem. Yeah. If if you have a deadline of I need you need something from me by Friday at noon, and I decide to do it Monday from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Is that wrong? Is that bad? Am I in trouble now? But then I decide Tuesday, I, I know I'm getting a COVID booster, and so I'm worried that I might have some side effects from that. So I'm not working that day. Does that make me lazy? No. Measure on results, measure on deadlines hit, not on activity. It's just silly. I agree with you. Horse hockey, Kirby. I say horse hockey. Love it. Okay, you ready? Let's get this Yes, game. now let's go to the party in the back. Yes. We are going to party in the back. That's what make, makes this the mullet of every podcast. <laughs> the party in the back. We did the business up front. Let's party in the back, Kirby. What you got? All right, we're going to do a game of underrated, overrated. Um, one of the things I love about you is that you have an opinion about things, right? And so- this, this is going to be easy. I'm going to give you underrated, overrated. You can either just answer or you can give mm -hmm. me an explanation. This Fair? podcast is very overrated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no argument. Sorry. You're doing great. Awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I might have an opinion, but eh, maybe not. No. All okay. right. Ready? I am ready. Brisket. Underrated, overrated. Underrated. However, it's got to be cooked right. Right? <laughs> okay. If it's, look, I've had some leathery, brisket in my life so again i'm assuming cooked properly cooked, which cooked means properly. i'm cooking it yeah okay. or somebody somebody who knows what they're doing is cooking it underrated love it prime rib overrated kirby <laughs> way overrated i literally um, disagree with you on both of those but all right go for it it's not no it's a great cut of meat but very rarely is prime rib really prime. It's usually choice, number one. And number two, most people screw it up. They overcook it. So no. Overrated, Kirby. Love it. Love it. Oysters. Ooh, underrated. I know you disagree with me on that. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of the mollusk. No, um, I mean, I, it's fine. It's no, it's not fine. <laughs> Peanut butter on crack, crack. Crackers is fine. Oysters are amazing. Underrated. Okay. Underrated. Love it. Margaritas. Oh, overrated. Um, I, they're, they're good. By the way, they're not bad. I'm like 100% on what I was guessing for you on these. <laughs> okay. I, I love a good margarita. Don't get me wrong, but yep. it, it's, it's not my go-to. So yep. it's a great drink. I am not, I am not uh, casting aspersions on uh, the margarita, but I'll take the origin of that drink which is the sidecar way over a margarita any day of the week and twice at Nobu. Love it. Okay. The old fashioned. Oh, it's going to kill me, but I think it's overrated. Oh my God. It's my, it's my favorite <laughs> drink. I love it because it's kind of this really great canvas where you can really do different flavors and all. You know what? No, it is an underrated drink. <laughs> I retract. I fully retract my statement. It is the most underrated drink in the history of drinks. Love it. Fair. By the way, I, I, so far I'm like 100% of my predictions and I'll be right on this okay. one. Garth Brooks. Man, 
overrated because (laughs) it's the whole false humility thing. And we've talked about this offline. Love Garth Brooks, a, a great songwriter, a tremendous performer, but I can't get past the whole him walking out in front of 70,000 people who have paid to see him. And he knows exactly how much money he's making that. And he walks out there with his hand on his heart and he's like, Oh my gosh, y'all showed up here for me. I had no idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't. So he is overrated just because of that. Plus he did the whole Chris Gaines thing. Which by the way, I loved. Um, Okay. Yeah. It was like this. It's one of his best albums. Um, Zach Brown band underrated way underrated way underrated uh does not get the love he deserves a hell of a songwriter uh and, and actually a better performer than a songwriter yeah he's like okay we're, we're on the same page on that one nhl hockey oh enormously underrated that is such a fabulous sport um it is my favorite spectator sport to go to um in person that and, and soccer those okay. two are, are absolutely amazing in person, completely underrated. And playoff hockey, I don't care what teams are playing. I will watch playoff hockey. Don't care. Love it. Major League Baseball. Is that still a thing? <laughs> I, I, I say vastly overrated. It's just gotten to be a bloated. I, I just don't pay attention to it anymore. And I, I love the Texas Rangers. I always will. I was a Dr. Pepper Jr. Ranger at the age of seven, and I'm proud of that fact. But uh, I just don't follow it. I mean, my, my team always stinks. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. It's overrated. The games are too long. It, it's impossible. In person, I love going to a ball game. It's so great. But man, on TV, uh, I'd rather have a cheese grater on my spinal cord than have to sit through nine innings of, of American League Baseball. Okay, cool. Uh, two more. You're doing great uh promotional calendars underrated very underrated it is still um pardon the intended pun but it it is a dated product get Mm -hmm. it Uh, but it is still one of the most effective pieces of promotional products people still love them i I think it's an underrated product cool final one promotional i have a feeling it's okay promotional t-shirts okay okay so that's your last one promotional t-shirts underrated uh who does not love a t-shirt it is a well walking done. billboard it is a walking billboard and and you really can't underscore enough how valuable that type of advertising is and speaking of that type of advertising let's thank again our good pals over at blue generation that's right you know they are a new sponsor and we most know know them you know they're a premier apparel supplier in our industry with every color and every size but what you don't know is that re- they are really driving corporate fashion forward with their untucked collection you know it's designed for that casual elegance uh, the untucked collection looks just as amazing at the office as it does on the night on a town when you're having one of those great old fashions before you don't order the prime rib (laughs) and it showcases that modern and flattering style that people have come to spec from blue generation but the best part it's not just the cut and the fit and the style and the cost effectiveness it's the fact that uh, they have super deep inventory right now and that is uh, because they control the supply chain they uh, from from design to manufacturing they know the supply chain these things are flying off the shelves and you might want to think about uh, hooking your clients up with these things. So with all the supply chain issues that they have that type of inventory, that's huge. phenomenal. So he- yeah, huge. Head over to bluegeneration.com 
you're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, once again, I am truly, uh, all joking aside, very thankful for you, thankful for our friendship, thankful for our partnership, and uh, really thankful that uh, you didn't order me a big block of Kirby Hossman cheese. <laughs> Next time. <laughs>